0: I'm Sean from Offload Rugby Media.
1: I'm Simeon from the TikTok Ref. Guys, I'm Murray, also known as Boss for Rugby HQ.
2: And you're listening to the Rugby Connection Podcast.
1: For the fans, by fans.
0: Hello, welcome back to Guest Thursdays on the Rugby Connection Podcast. Today, we have a very spe- special guest. We have Kyle Barrett on the podcast, who is a rugby content creator. You can find him on TikTok. He posts everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, and he also plays with Galwegians RFC. <laughs> Kyle, welcome on to the podcast. How are you keeping? Thank
2: you for having me again. On boys, how are you getting on?
1: Not very good, thanks. Yeah, I'm good as well. I think you've been actually the most re- requested. Like, so when we announced yeah. the show, the first thing, Kyle coming on? When's Kyle coming yeah. on? Yeah. I'm like, that's up to Kyle. Like we, ha- like we have wrote down potential guests, and you were in there. Yeah.
2: Just- yeah.
1: Schedule and your q
2: and everything, like,
1: yeah, I know. I had I had to do that one when I got through my QA. I was like, I'm just gonna call him out on it now, and yeah. just be like, this is your chance. Do you want to go on the show? Yeah, that yeah. got me booked in. Yeah, I
2: think
1: it gives it's you, to it say, tells you a lot, tells you a lot how like good you are for your content and your rugby stuff. Mm-hmm. As well, so fair play to you, mate.
2: Yeah, everyone wants <laughs> to hear me, like,
0: it's just spitting facts. Yeah, I think it's fair to say, yeah. that Murray's um comments were overloaded with requests to have you on anyway so
1: yeah <laughs> unreal
0: i don't blame
1: them <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I can't thank you as well because you you tested me on like my combined when i started doing buying 15s you'd ask me ones that would catch me off guard and then i think you were like one of the first people to add like three teams or just random like really random teams yeah. and then the whole overrated one so uh, was it, there you go it was Kyle that asked me the overrated one and got me hate for it that's fine that <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah. I got you a load of a view for that <clears> that's <throat> <Nah>, fine I <laughs> roll the punches now but yeah so I think you've all been a big you've been a big factor on all three of our pages we kind of called yeah. you the unofficial fourth member of rugby the Connection yeah. so it just tells you how like, close you are with us away yeah, from yeah. the podcast so yeah love it
2: I think me and Sean started as well, started our TikTok like two days apart or something like that. I remember it started at the exact same time.
1: Yeah,
0: it was very close. Sir. I do remember uh, at first I, I, I was looking at you and was like, oh, all right, okay, I better not see those ideas and then... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but um, yeah, no, it was very close, all right, yeah. So there from the start, yeah, but... there from the start. Oh, geez. <laughs> um... Yeah.
1: <laughs> when, did you start, when did you start making TikTok videos, Kyle? January, I think. January. maybe maybe I'm actually yeah um, yeah I started in March yeah March yeah I started yeah Yeah. not too bad yeah yeah it's crazy just how quick just how quick forward and likes comes out of I know yeah and
2: once you get kind of over the kind of thousand followers uh, yeah once you get kind of past that it starts going up quicker then as well
1: yeah I think I said that to Sean like last week I think um when I when we started the show I was on 200 followers I'm mean, yeah. just shy of 1500 It's crazy absolutely madness yeah, isn't it Absolutely um so what actually got you into rugby Kyle
2: Into rugby um my dad's has always liked it so I kind of grew up watching it I could, I remember um when I was maybe 2 or 3 I'd be sitting in front of the TV playing Lego and um, I remember I kind of just got used to watch the matches. What first got me into it, though, was the 2013 line Store. Okay. Um, we, used, we used to get up really early and watch the matches and everything. And I think kind of watching it with someone, they explained the rules to me and everything, the laws. Um, hmm. I think that got me into it at first anyway. So that's kind of got me into it. And we started watching more and more. But I started playing then when I was eight. And I started loving it then more. Well,
1: That's, that's class. What What position do you currently play?
2: Um, I just quit, switched to scrum half, I was a uh, flanker, and before that I was a uh, centre, and before that I was a 10, <laughs> so I am kind of like everywhere, um, but I was a back row for a few years and now I've just switched to scrum half.
1: Well, hopefully you did a great job there, so i yeah. have faith in and you I, anyway, could, so. I could
2: end up moving again.
1: <laughs> May as well, I mean, I've, I've moved position this year, so. I, yeah, was a, I, I was a full back or centre, now I'm second or back row, so it's so oh, a lot I to take in. Uh, I've not collapsed any scrums yet. I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. I could halfway say <laughs> yeah. that. And I've not that's dropped bad. anyone when we're doing lineup practices. It's, it's just a lot to it's a lot of new yeah. stuff. So I think I'm doing a lot better than I give myself credit for. So yeah, yeah,
2: that's good. Once you don't draft someone in
1: a lineup, that's or <laughs> I kind of didn't lift. It was uh, like last week at training. I didn't proper lift. I just kind of lifted my arms, so he kind of sat yeah. on my head, but he didn't fall. So,
0: <laughs>
1: Were you uh, speaking?
0: Anyway. Were you speaking from experience there, Kyle, being dropped in the layout?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was definitely.
2: me a few times.
0: <laughs> um, just <laughs> as while we we're chatting about your transition to scrum half, how have you found it um, so far? Um,
2: tough. I played often the first that i played anyways um i'll say that but it's not too bad i'm kind of getting used to it now we've been training over the summer a bit anyways because um, i was kind of used to all the calls anyways and stuff and i was kind of keep track with how the backs were playing and everything and i like watching players like aaron smith um and Dupont. but it's a bit tricky with some of the things but i th- think i'm getting used to it
0: now class and who's your uh, favorite scrum half in terms of who, you, who do you prefer watching
2: um, Aaron Smith is my favourite to watch, but my favourite player is John Cooney.
0: Nice. I like that.
2: Bit of a different one.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I don't know if, I don't think Andy Farrell would agree with that, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone cares what Andy Farrell thinks at this stage. <laughs> no, but I, I was actually going to ask you this, but I may as well ask you now. What do you think of uh, Andy Farrell so far as the uh, Ireland head coach in terms of, you know, Ireland's playing style, squad selection? What are your thoughts?
2: Oh, you could get me off and around here. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't like him very much I think he's too similar to Joe Schmidt, and I think we needed something different I think the fact that he never was a head coach before and then he's going into head coach for a country is it's a bit worrying in a way because there's a lot more to being a head coach than an assistant coach it's not just about coaching on the field Mm. and um, I think the fact that he was a defensive coach and Ireland's defence has been very poor (laughs) luck in my opinion Mm. Um, so I'm not too happy with it yet and I think the selections need to be changed a bit as well because from the 2019 World Cup he's kind of kept the guys in there that arguably could have been drafted and should have been Um, so I think he's a bit too similar to Joe Schmitz but maybe he needs to change up some of his assistant coaches as well I think a couple of roles there need to be changed
1: Who would you bring in as a backroom Uh, coach?
2: I'm not sure. I'd get rid of my cat anyway. <laughs> uh, I know that. Anyways, I'd bring in a new attack coach and I'd probably bring in someone for Simon Easterby as well. But I'm not sure who I'd bring in. I'd like to have run Nogara there, but I don't think he'd take up anything unless it was for the head coach role.
1: Yeah, so Maybe in a few
2: what years we could see him
1: there. What about um, maybe Sean Castor as the attacking coach?
2: Yeah, I've often talk about that I think he'd be a really good addition to there because um, he's been doing really well with Lens, and I think he's running the show there for a lot but he just doesn't get a lot of credit sometimes yeah. but I'd like to see him there and i said it a lot before and I know it would never happen but I'd love to have seen Palin with Ireland I think he could have made a great job of it and his style of rugby I think would have suited them players
1: never should have obviously,
2: yeah obviously he fell out with the IRFU so I don't know
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I think Pat Lamb is the type of coach that, even though he was only in Ireland for a short period of time, he understands the Irish system and he understands, you know, the way that Ireland players are able to play very well. I think what you obviously very good for Connacht. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: um, I could see him coaching like um, England or Wales in the future.
0: To be honest, yeah, I'm sure he'd like that. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think
1: you have, have, I think he, he actually said in an interview that he wants to. Be the coach Coast for Wales. Wales. Yeah, yeah, he
2: did. He said that a couple of
1: years. Was it last left, maybe? I think it was the year before. I think it was his first season as Bristol coach. Yeah,
2: Bristol, yeah.
1: <clears throat> do you think Ian Foster's very similar to Andy Farrell? Because Ian Foster was Steve Hansen's right-hand man. Do you think he's done yeah. a lot of change, or do you think it's just been uh, a
2: he's a bit similar, but I wouldn't say he's as similar to Andy Farrell. I think Andy Farrell's maybe a bit more extreme because Ian Foster seems to be willing to try things out a bit more, I think. But we haven't seen much New Zealand yet this season. I think the game yesterday, they were poor enough. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I thought yeah, they were so- poor enough. Um, and I think some of the selections maybe of players that were playing in Japan, I didn't think <laughs> some of them should have been selected. So we'll see. But I think he is in a sense
1: yeah, that's fair. Would you have Scott Robertson then as head coach All yeah, Old Boxing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: he's been going so well with the Crusaders. But in saying that, Ian Foster being Steve Hansen's right-hand man, mm-hmm. when Steve Hansen took over, he had also been involved as an assistant coach as well <laughs> with the All Blacks previously. So it can go well or it can go bad.
1: Yeah, it's uh, a, a strange one because, yeah, like you said I like, had two. That's been the assistant coach. But uh Steve Hanson took like time away as well, did he not?
2: I think he did, yeah, for a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, because I think I he think was he took out one period.
1: I think he was Graham Henry's second hand man.
2: Yeah, he was. Yeah,
1: took a chunk out and then came back and
2: Yeah, I think so. I'm not
1: sure for how long though. <laughs> Didn't tell you there, but I just yeah. I was I've I've seen like old footage of him. Yeah. So, what are your predictions for the upcoming United Rugby Championship? How do you think? Was um, team was it you support, sorry? Connacht. You support Connacht as well. What, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. How do you think they'll get on in the upcoming season?
2: Um, I think they're lacking some squad depth, and I think that's what killed them last year. But I could see us doing well enough. It depends, because the South African teams, they'll be a good addition. But I don't know will they be as strong as people are expecting to be. Um, I can't see Connors really qualifying for the Champions Cup the way the whole pool systems are. Yeah. And the way where they'll need to finish in the table, I think it could be hard. I think they were very inconsistent last season. they were, they bottled a few leads, one against Scarlet where they're like nearly thirty points up and they bottled that. <laughs> um <laughs> that wasn't a pretty watch. So I could see us if we can kind of get that squad depth kind of maybe bring in another player or two just in some of the key positions. And I think we're unlucky with injuries a couple of seasons as well. I think if we can get everything right and be on a consistent good run of form, I think we could be doing well then. But it all depends.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, What players do you think need brought in in what positions?
2: Um, I'd like to see. I know Mac Hansen can cover 10 but I'd like to see someone else maybe brought in that couldn't cover 10 because Carthy was inconsistent last season, but at other times against Leinster especially, he was magical. But I'd like to see us sign another pretty good 10, like that starting quality. And Fitzgerald is good as well, but I'm not sure what they do, but I think I'd like to see someone brought in there. And I'm not sure where else. They signed a couple of props now, but I'd like to see a hooker brought in as well because we have Delahunt and Ephraim. But well, I think we kind of need another
1: good, really good third choice hooker. Fair enough. Sean, are you with Kyle kind of on that one?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, I think he hit, hit the nail on the head when he was saying that, you know, Connacht really kind of fell off. I think in a lot of games, uh, it wasn't just a handful. unfortunately, that Connor fell off in the second Yeah especially in the pro 14 it was annoying to watch like they'd start really well in the first half and you look like all right okay we could you know you know could not run away with the game but you know have a comfortable enough win and then it's just the second half like after halftime I don't know, whatever happens yeah it just falls apart but I think in fairness to Andy Friend I think he's really you know developing a bit of a style with Connacht and you can see flashes there it just needs it all to kind of click together and once it clicks I think Connacht can really do some damage what are your thoughts there?
2: Yeah, 100%. I definitely think he's the right man for the job. And they've brought in, I can't think of his name now, a fellow from Grenoble as well, um, into the coaching team, which he looks to be good anyways. And they signed a couple of good players as well, a couple of props um, that we definitely needed because I thought our scrum is where we got destroyed a lot last season. Sometimes Buckley and when they went off, things went really bad a lot of the time. And I think it's the same with um, our mall defence. That's where we got killed. Um, I remember Richard Hibbert against the Dragons. He scored a hat trick in the first half because every maul that they got five meters out, it just it was a guaranteed try. Yeah.
1: How how do you let Richard Hibbert score a try? Well, won a hat trick. <laughs>
2: yeah, it it wasn't good to see. He seemed shocked himself.
1: <laughs> oh my! I mean, I hope Connor. Well. I've got a soft spots for Connaught. I was lucky to be at Murrayfield when they won the Pro 12. Yeah. I actually got a Connaught top. Somebody thought I was from Limerick. Was really <laughs> yeah. Because cool. where I'm from, I'm across the River Forth. Yeah. So I like, bumped into someone in the pub and I went, oh, where are you from? And me being me, went, oh, just across the pond, meaning the River Forth. They thought yeah. I meant like the North Sea. And went, oh, are you like Mario Shaughnessy's like, dot, uh, <laughs> some, <Yeah. laughs> a local corner shop owner? I'm like, no. <laughs> sure, thanks very much. I take it they were Irish
2: though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and they were like, Yeah, but you've got a conot top on I was like, yeah because like my dad's job, he goes round like Britain and Ireland and I got was lucky enough to get a con top. Like, yeah, yeah, but there's not there's not many people outside of like Limerick that has uh conot top. I'm like, all right. Well yeah, there you go. There's a rare breed for you, so I'll pay it for you. <laughs> um, Kyle, what do you um,
0: make of Connacht's chances in the Champions Cup, obviously, through having to play against Stad Francais and Leicester this year? What are, you, what are your thoughts?
2: I'm confident. Um, that be a tough one, but I think we can get back on Leicester. Mm. And Steve Bortwick is doing a good job with them. But I think <coughs> we might be able to... I think we'll win the two games at home. And if we can win an away game, as I think we're in a good position. I'm not sure are they doing draws for the round of 16 or how they're working that but um, I can see us getting out of the group stages anyways and I'd love to be at a knockout game for Ghana. yeah
1: he's... oh my god can we, can we go to that please <laughs> yeah <true wonder>. sure <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I, really <laughs> I really want to go I've never been to Ireland I want to go yeah um, <laughs> I was just going to ask you Colin what,
0: how excited are you to be back in the sports ground? hopefully in the next couple of months Oh, so
2: excited! I'm I'm checking my emails every day, looking to see if I can get a season ticket already. Can't
0: <laughs> wait. Nice. Yeah, I've I've been waiting. I've been looking to see like the URC. Obviously, there's a lot of challenges with the South African sides, but still haven't released the fixtures. I'm but like you know, it's not that far away till it starts. Like you know, come on, like let's just get some pictures, like so we can start planning. But hopefully, yeah, I'm hope far away.
2: I'm hoping Connacht will announce a home preseason friendly because they're playing Walter away. I'm hoping they'll organise a home one and hopefully then. They can let in crowds. I'd imagine it'd be about three thousand or so. But it's been nice being at the Ireland games. It was so nice to be back in the stadium. But
0: hmm.
2: really looking forward to being at a comic game more than I was for the Ireland games.
0: Yeah. I think um the sports ground is one of those venues that I think well, for me I've never been to like a Friday night lights game, but like when it's, you know, pitch black, kinda of cold, but not the weather's not too windy, or just nearly any day. It's just like when the, when it's packed out, like the atmosphere is unreal in the sports ground, like
2: it's brilliant, anyways. The rain is just coming in on top, like, and you're soaked, and you can barely <laughs> see with the rain and the hail, and it's re- its really good. Like, it's a great atmosphere. The stadium looks horrible, and yeah. it's probably—it's just the shed, really. But it's, it's great <laughs> atmosphere, and the people there are great. Um,
1: so, what, what, I think I think on my bucket list, I really want to go to Edinburgh's new stadium. I need to. It's, yeah. it's oh, up, yeah. They've got two home fixtures for the preseason against Newcastle Falcons and. Benetton's review So that'd be exciting. And how do you think Edinburgh? Oh, get on, Kyle. They've got Mike Blair now as head coach. They've somehow signed Emiliano Baffelli, which I'm absolutely amazed for
2: um, I think they're going to do awful. <laughs> i <I'm> not <laughs> going to like that. I think they're going to do awful. That's fine. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just had that feeling that they're going to do really, really poor. Um, I think. Glasgow are gonna do well enough to be honest, but well, I think Edinburgh are gonna be in the bottom four.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yay. Well, there, yeah. Well there's there's my hopes for the season crushed in <laughs> one sentence. Not the answer you're hoping for. <laughs> I know I know Edinburgh's not title contenders. I, I re I completely realise that. Uh, Wait, after that, it's, it's a weird one because I like, I've been there for the bad times for Edinburgh. We're like Saracen's came up for a Heineken Cup game and put fifty on us. <laughs> you well, know, like ridiculous season. It wasn't even like Sarsens' best team either. And, yeah. yeah, but I've also been there for the good ones where we get to the final, like to the semi-finals of the Challenge Cup, and
2: they're amazing matches to be at as well.
1: Yeah, like the just the pedigree of we've had. But then let go, and then like I've always felt for a majority of the time we don't bring anyone in. Tim Visser was absolutely on fire for Edinburgh. Got yeah. a big move to Hawkins. We never brought anyone in. Yeah. Straight away. and It wasn't until a few years later, Duhan van der Merle came on the scene. And now he's away, but fair play. We've got Biffel yeah. as an instant replacement, so hopefully... Yeah, and
2: he He's a great player as well, so I think that's a really good replacement, but you never know. They could shock you in some of the games, but it's hard to See them doing well for me, anyways. At
1: this stage, and we've still got Hamish Watson. I can't call them the all anymore because he cut off. <laughs> <Sadness>. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think
0: Kyle. I think it's fair to say that you can expect an unfollow on TikTok for Murray after those uh, predictions. Oh, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all. We, what was it when we had uh, Harvey on? I asked him for his Six Nations predictions, and it yeah, it didn't go down well with me either, but I still follow him, <laughs> so it's all good.
2: Everyone's giving you the the bad ones.
1: Just nobody's given Edinburgh or Scotland any hope, so.
2: Yeah, like I said about Scotland as well before you started recording. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you said yeah we
1: were going last in the World Cup group. Yeah, you behave yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle while we were briefly chatting on obviously Edinburgh have a new stadium as Murray said the sports ground obviously was it last year or the year before that they announced the plans to upgrade it I think it was 10,000 did you see that and what are your thoughts on that
2: um, I didn't see the recent ones I've seen obviously the ones uh, when Leo Varadko was in the sports ground but I didn't see
0: mm.
2: what was the okay. recent one
0: Right, well, I think that was the one. I think <laughs> I think it's well. That was okay. a while ago, that was two years ago. I think I think they're still going ahead with that, are they? But it's still a long way away. It's...
2: Um, I can't see it happening soon because of COVID. Obviously, I don't think they'll get the funding as soon as they want to. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see it happen. Everything. I'd love to kind of have a better stadium and be able to fit more people in as well. Because hmm. seven seven thousand isn't many people at all, really, for a big game or anything. If you're playing Lens or you're playing a semi final, and you've seven or eight thousand people. It's not very many much, but um, love to see it happen. But I don't see it happening soon because of COVID. Hard to know.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's an experience when you're when you're standing at the at the end of the end of the pitches, you know, no seats or whatever. And as you said, the rain and the hail is torn down. But, uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's uh, definitely a, a weird one.
0: Yeah, um,
1: maybe I don't want to go then. I don't want to <laughs> travel yeah. to Ireland and not be able to see cause the rain and hail. Maybe not. We just, <laughs> might just leave that one out then.
0: <laughs> uh yeah um but um kyle is there a game next season that you're most looking forward to be it one that you can go to or one that's far abroad or whatever is there a game that you're like look- really looking forward to watching
2: um i've got tickets for the ireland argentina game in november so i'm really looking forward to that that's obviously a guaranteed one i'm hoping to get to the all blacks game as well but i'm i'm not sure will i yet um so there are two Ireland games I'm really looking forward to. And the Six Nations, I'd love to go to France. We're playing France and England away, so I'd love to go there. And for Connacht, then I'd love to go, if I'm not going to uh, an away Six Nations game, I'd love to go to Stade Francais away. But um, one, another guaranteed one I'm looking forward to is the two Champions Cup games at home, Leicester and Stade Francais. Because I think they're always amazing experiences, um, kind of full house. Friday night. Brilliant atmosphere. What can they, else can you ask for?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Class. Murray, I hand it back to you. I'm sure you have a few more questions.
1: Um, yeah, I was just going to ask, it was similar to what you said, like, is there any games you were looking forward to? I was just going to ask Kyle what was the best game you've, you have been to as of yet?
2: The best game I've been to, uh, that's the easiest question <coughs> you've asked so far. Um, <laughs> the Conor-Glasgow the Con semi-final in 2016. It was so oh, nice. good. And the game the week before actually it was, um, that guaranteed us a semi final. It was against Glasgow in the fourth ground as well. That was probably that was probably better actually. It was amazing, and Bob got man of the match. And I just remember when he was coming off, and when the game finished, everyone ran onto the pitch. <laughs> like thousands of people ran onto the pitch. It was amazing. It was the best game I've been at, um, and I've been at some really good ones, um, but that's definitely the best. Better than Ireland all. Me.
1: That was a big claim, but I like that. I yeah, like that's, the... that's big. Okay, you didn't go for like the most obvious choice.
2: Yeah. Nah, yeah. I um, I love the Connacht games because it was so special and it was more unexpected than Ireland beating the All Blacks as well. so yeah. To get to a Pro 12 final, it was that was huge.
1: It just sounds weird saying Pro 12 because I went to Pro 14, then Pro 14 and then the, and the now, the URC and yeah, they just keep changing it. And yeah, what, what do you actually think of the whole like, development and expansion of now the URC?
2: Um, I think the rebrand was needed
1: because
0: <clears throat> I
2: wasn't watching any games, I watched so many rugby games, but um, I wasn't watching any of the pro what was it, pro 14 or rainbow cup games apart from yeah. the Irish teams playing. I just, I'd rather watch the premiership or anything else. Because it was so poor, so I think um the rebrand will hopefully improve the quality of rugby, and I think it was needed. But I think the way they're doing it, it seems to be good. I'm not a huge fan of the pools, but um I think they like everything else, and I think the addition of South Africans is
1: good. Yeah, that's fair. I've, I've said that because I don't know if it's like what is a, a well at Murrayfield you used to get pitchside standing. I don't know if you get that at the sports ground, but you always get yeah. a chance to like. Get a photo with the players at, at full time, or even meet some of the players. So personally, I'd, I'd like to meet like Marney Stain or see a Khaleesi or like like players yeah. you're ne- you're rarely going to actually see it ever again. And yeah, just that's yeah. kind of why I'm wanting to go to the first batch of home games for Edinburgh at the new stadium, just because I've never seen like Marney Stain yeah like, live it- in a stadium and.
2: It's a bit like that in Connacht. Um, when you're going into the stands, the players are actually coming out come out, and they go into the pitch the same way the fans go into the stands. Oh, okay. I'm there walking in beside Bundy Aki to, to go to yeah. my spot to stand and he's there walking out into the pitch and he's like, oh, how are you getting on like? And um, it's the same for the away team as well. So you could be there walking to your spot and there's Sia Khaleesi walking beside you. <laughs> um, and at full time then, the players, they all the Connacht guys do, and usually the Way team as well. They mm. come out and they take pictures or sign autographs or whatever. Um, and it's really good the way they have it. And I hope for the new stadium that they keep it that way because I think that's one of the big things about Connacht is that the players and kind of the fans they're always kind of meeting and stuff. And there's a big kind of community into to it.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I I like to hear and see stuff like that. It's- Especially because I'm not thinking are like a smaller, like a small team, but like a smaller pass A team.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, I think as well. I always look forward to kind of cup games or Champions Cup games because mm-hmm. you're playing maybe Toulouse or and you've Anton Pont there and stuff, and you you never think that you're going to see them kind of in person um, or be kind of that close to them or get a picture with them. So I think that would be an exciting thing as well as having. This, Afghan team, see a Khalicy, Peter Septuag, Morning Stein as you said as well. It'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um who's your favorite con player ever? I feel like it's Bindiaki, but I just want to tr- test you anyway.
2: Um, no, it's not actually. I is probably my favorite player now, or one of the my favorite players. But um John Muldoon, I think maybe he's a con legend, Enough. but yeah. It's Hard to choose because I know a good few of them personally as well, so I could be a bit biased. But, um, John Muldoon or Bundiaki maybe or John Cooney as well.
1: I was good, I was gonna rob Salt in the Winds, I was gonna say Robbie Henshaw, but I didn't want to bring that one up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's up there as well, he's up there for me.
1: Sean, you got any
0: other questions for Kyle? Yeah, sure, just uh, last one for me, anyway. Kyle, who is your overall favourite player out of all the teams and players past, present, who's your overall favourite player? Me. Uh,
2: this, this changes every week and that, that's why I changed my profile picture on TikTok it's like my favourite player at the moment or that's coming up for a game is who I put like for the weekend, the all Blacks are playing my profile picture is going to be Aaron Smith because he's going to be my favourite player mm. but of all time my favourite player Dan Carter maybe he's up there anyway um for a while Lee Half Penny was it was and Bundyaki has been my favorite for a few years now. So I'm gonna say I've a favorite player for every team. I can't give you a straight one.
0: <laughs> no, that's absolutely fair. Like, you know, it's hard to choose and it, it is a very different question I've been asked myself. I'm like, oh, there's kind of a handful, but like you know, it's hard to pin it down to what <laughs> i yeah. Time. No, um absolutely that's the last one for me. Murray, do you have uh, anything else? Any other questions? I was
1: I was just gonna say it's actually quite a to hear. An Irish person not say Brian O'Driscoll or Ronald (laughs) O'Gara is their favorite. So, I was like a quite uh, fresh of with a fresh air there. So, I thank Kyle for that one.
2: Brian O'Driscoll's up there. Um, Ronald Nogara isn't really, to be honest. I don't know why. Obviously, they're both legends, but um, I think there's other players I preferred watching them play, or just some things you might see them do off the field. It's just you really like them because of that as well.
1: I've got I've got one more for you, just because I've seen it and for our show, but it's not an nice ask because it wasn't the most like. But I'm just going to ask you it. Right, What's right. your what is your like biggest like unpopular opinion in this in the sport? You've got me Just just disclaimer before I even said it. Do not send hate for them. It's just it's just for fun. We're just <laughs> like that. come don't at
2: me. You. Come at me. I'll defend us. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> oh, there you go. He's he's brave. Go for it. Put him in the ring. My <laughs> big, my biggest
2: unpopular opinion. I I've I've won that that you won't like. And Irish fans won't like. Scottish and Irish fans are the most biased. And the media, the Irish media is the worst me- media. I think. So the pundits oh. and journalists, I think they've we've the worst kind of pundits and the most biased.
0: That's interesting. Do you, That's fair. do you think the um, the media is either biased for or against Ireland, or both, depending on <coughs> what's happened? Or
2: for because
0: I think the whole
2: Irish media went nuts when Marcus Smith got called up to the Lions, saying Johnny Sexton mm. should be there. Mm. And I know, I know, I know, Murray was on the bus. I know
1: that, I know that. this. I messaged Kyle about this because I broke the news on my page that Marcus Smith was added yeah. to the Lions. And then I'd be like, section's been robbed, There should have been fixed. No I shouldn't. shut up, sit down, please go away.
2: Yeah. It alone. And the same thing same, same kind of ring rolls was robbed, I thought. And Stander's amazing, to be fair, and Standard was robbed. And I think there's too much kind of negativity about from the Irish media. And um, a lot of them don't like project players either. Mm. So I don't like that. Um, I'll give you another unpopular opinion because that wasn't really a, a proper rugby one. Okay. Um,
1: it was a good oh, one. I yeah. liked
2: it. Oh yeah. Um, All Blacks aren't the best team in the world because I think everyone's saying they are, but I don't think okay. they are. And they're they're probably my second favorite team. But yeah.
1: Go on Who's the best then? South Africa. Fair enough. That's that's hard to argue. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. And the Crus- Crusaders, I think, are the best club team by far. Um, ah, I think that goes Back to my point: saying Irish fans are biased sometimes overly best that because the, the best
0: yeah
2: or you know people say extra would as well I don't think it would even be close
1: I'm an XRT's fan and <laughs> no, Crusaders are miles ahead of yeah, yeah. everyone else
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to lie, I was one of those Irish fans that a couple of years ago would have said that, oh, you <laughs> know, would be the Crusaders, you know, any day. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's, it's very fair. You know, you know, obviously with yesterday, South Africa World Cup champions and Crusaders, you know, they're Super Rugby champions. How many years in a row now is it? Five, is it four or five? five yeah. Five years Like They won
1: 2016, 17, two, 18, 19. No, that's it, weird. They've done it weird. It's t- like two arteros back to back, but five. yeah so five overall but three not of rugby's in hmm. two are yeah they broke the yeah anyway right. maybe you can answer me this one Kyle because Sean was useless when I asked him <laughs> <laughs> he was he, he, he was on. I'll be honest he was useless he went that himself Robert Bellican why does he get called the cat the cat yeah <laughs> that's exactly my Ireland Ireland, Ireland, I had the clip. Ireland, Ireland rugby on like Instagram and Facebook and that had a picture of Robert Belkin when he scored on his debut for Ireland, and yeah. I just had the caption the cat, and I'm like, why is he called the cat? Because I caught Sean from the try, <laughs> and I commented the cat, and Sean's like, is that what you call him? I'm like, no, that's what Ireland rugby call him. I'm asking why does he get called that. I I
2: don't know. My guess would be that a cheetah is a cat, and a cheetah a cheetah is one of the fastest things that there is. <laughs> and he and he's really fast
1: logical very logical <laughs> we'll we'll that's go for only, that I, I don't think say. anyone actually knows why he gets called the cat no
2: I, I haven't I haven't <laughs> a clue
1: oh well we're just, just gonna take me to the, that's gonna go with me to the grave like why is yeah. Robert getting called called the, called <laughs> the, <laughs> the
2: <laughs> cat message him on Instagram and ask him
1: I'm just gonna not, nothing else just be like hi why are you called the cat
2: <laughs> yeah no I actually do though I bet he'll get back to you <laughs>
0: That's uh I mean, one of rugby's biggest conspiracy theories.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, well, this has been an absolute blast, and <laughs> we finally got the most highly requested Kyle to join us. Yeah. And just I mean,
2: to me just... again
1: now. <laughs> you can come back on anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like I've got song. an idea that I want to run by Sean and Simeon, but you're getting left out with that. Con- For the time being, (laughs) Uh,
2: fair enough. enough.
1: Well, you've been very busy, and it's been hard to (laughs) get a hold of you for the most part. But um, we we got you. We you're a great lad. We we always have a laugh. Um, you help all of our pages. I try and comment and like as much as I can for your stuff. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Just because of how you deal with like you're 17.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Just cause uh, like, I know uh, I know you would have been? about sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I knew you were. Yeah, I, I know I'm the oldest. I feel like I'm the oldest rugby TikToker that there is. So <laughs> do you? Uh, uh, there, there's one. There's
2: someone. There's someone that's old. Um,
0: well, Haldi
1: I suppose Haldi Haldi's older. <laughs> yeah. He he, he covers. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's fine. I'll, say, <laughs> I'll take second. I'll take second. The, the, the rugby
2: time. guy. The rugby guy's old. Yeah.
1: Yeah, was, yeah. his he, he also oh.
2: thinks he plays for the Lions.
1: So. Oh, he does, he does. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, just, I wondered how you always dealt with, like, because you're a bit, like obviously very popular, you've got a mass following when it comes to followers yeah. on TikTok. I just wanted to know, how do you deal with, let's call them stupid people.
2: How do you deal with stupid people? Give, like,
1: they, come out, they come out with like, ridiculous claims that have like nothing to it, or just hate.
2: <laughs> okay, um, some people just give you hate, and um, I watched the video that Ugo Mania shares before, and they're like, "Oh, just block people. It doesn't matter. If, you know, they're saying you know it doesn't matter if um what happens because if you just block them, then why not?" Yeah. And I remember watching that video. I can't really put it into context <clears throat> exactly, but um. I watched that and I thought, it was just, yeah, just block them or just delete the comment or something or just ignore it because you're just feeding into it then. And yeah. if you kind of, you you're just going to stoop down to that level of stupidity, really. And um, then people come up with like ridiculous ideas or you know nothing about rugby. I'd be <laughs> like, well, what's your logic then? Or like, oh, this fair stats are better. I'd be like, well, what's their stats then?
1: And that nine times odd. out of
2: ten, they won't actually come back to you. <laughs>
1: I love it, (laughs) because you get people like, when you asked me the overrated team, and I was like, Sam Underhill's overrated, and without me even messaging you, you jumped in and went, just because he said he's overrated doesn't mean he thinks he's not a good player, and I'm like, that's exactly that, he's not a bad player, he is overrated.
2: Yeah, you you can be like top 10 best in the world, but still be overrated.
1: Sexton, sorry. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> you, have to say it. you have to say
1: it. I had to say it. I, I had it on the top of my tongue I'm just going to let it slide out now. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um it took me a while to like deal with it really well, but I think if you want to kind of run a good page that's kind of it's a friendly one and you want to have a good community, I think you can't be kind of stooping down to that level of stupidity or kind of saying things to people. Yeah. I think especially if you if you want to be like like this, I'm on the podcast here. But if I'm going out calling calling someone something yesterday, you're going like, well, I don't really want them on my
1: podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, because he going gone always- out saying
2: all this, and it just looks bad on us. Then yeah, so you just, it's just to- like
1: we're just trying to hide it, hide it under the rug sort of thing.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: I was gonna say you can not swear, but you're too young, so no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I wasn't going anywhere.
1: So I was there thinking that. I was thinking i better not. <laughs> well, we kind of dabble on swear when we record episodes. And my plan last week because I was I was really annoyed last week. I dropped one f bomb. semi decided yeah. to proceed into three more. Oh, <laughs> God man. Um, he... wh- uh, why? What, what made you say
2: that?
1: The second test.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh thank <laughs>
1: Yeah. But yeah, honestly, mate, thank you for coming on. No, nah,
2: thanks for having me. I
1: really enjoyed it. Good. You're honest. Honestly, you're welcome back anytime. And like I said, I'm going to mention to Sean and Simeon, you might be part of our idea for down the line. But I still yeah. call you. You're like you are like the unofficial fourth member of the Rugby Connection podcast. You've helped. Out <laughs> yeah,
2: love
1: page. it, love it. You've helped out my page a lot. Personally, so I can't thank you enough for that. And yeah, you're just genuinely just a great lad. I'm like bullshit, and yeah. there you go. There's your farewell. There's <laughs> <way. laughs>
2: there you go. Uh, no, yeah, no worries. I think it's a great community though, like of all the different rugby uh, content creators. Compared to, I'm not going to call it just football, but um, compared to football. some of the other kind of TikTok <laughs> communities, um, it's just there's so much toxicity in it and there's so much yeah. drama. But you don't really have that in the rugby one. I think it's nice, and everyone supports each other. So thanks a million for having me on because I really enjoyed it and it was great to chat
0: to you.
1: Good. Yeah. No, Kyle, I'm, God, no. I'm glad you enjoyed
0: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: great. Thanks. Yeah, no, Kyle, thanks a million for coming on. Um, if people want to find you um, online, uh, where can they find you at? What's your, um, your username? Or...
2: You can find me on TikTok, uh, rugbykyle, on Instagram, underscore, Kyle Barris, underscore, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, underscore Kyle Byron underscore on Instagram, and here I'm going. I'm on the phone trying to find them And on Twitter at rugbykyle underscore. Um, Twitter is where I like to argue with everyone. So if you, want, <laughs> if you want to see if you want to see me getting annoyed at people, go on Twitter.
1: Oh, there you go. it Just comes out now. does not put a brave face on. It keeps on tag talk. No, no, the Twitter time not. i on it. <laughs> Takes <us to> it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is where I'm. Is, uh... You don't know how you could
2: find there. <laughs> I have calling some um, English journalist to two
0: yesterday, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, but Kyle, in fairness, your your rugby knowledge is top drawer, and you know, uh, if if anyone does check out your pages, they will be, they will be, uh, let's put it, they'll be, uh, they'll have a lot of wis- more wisdom than than they had before before they put on your page. But um, no, absolutely, thanks so for coming on, and for everyone. This has been, I think, the fifth or sixth guest episode on the Ruby Connection podcast. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye.